Now, Nanguagua, also known as Fox, knew where all the world's mysteries and secrets were hidden away. For Fox was one of the most clever animals ever made. One day, Rawenio was traveling around the earth, doing his part to make it beautiful. He had a twin brother who did not make nice things. His name was Tawiskaru. They were the grandchildren of Sky Woman. But that's another story. On this day, Fox came to pay him a visit and shared with him an idea. I want to do a lot of mischief today, said Fox. Tawiskaru listened to everything Fox had to say and then offered him a package. Here are two bags of stones. What do you want to trade for them? asked Fox. Why nothing? Absolutely nothing at all, answered Tawiskaru. All I want you to do is roam around the land with the flint and make trouble. That would bring me great satisfaction. Then Fox got curious. What is this flint made of? he inquired. The blood of my eyes, answered Tawiskaru, in a calm but scary manner. You see, once I had a battle with my brother. I tried to stab him with deer antlers, but they just came back and flew towards me and struck me in both my eyes. And then blood flowed from the sockets like tears, and it turned to flint. And ever since then, I've been furious, and I want my revenge. I want to kill all my brother's creatures with this flint. That would be just fine with me, answered Fox happily. I really do enjoy ripping up and killing things. Please, just show me how to use this flint. Tawiskaru then gave a long and detailed explanation, which made Fox very satisfied. He was now prepared to do great mischief, and he thanked his host with a dance, and then left with the two bags of flint. Down the trail, through the underbrush, went Fox, singing like a good fellow. He swished from side to side as he bobbed up and down, it was easy to see that he was eager to try out his new treasure. Fox went on a journey and then arrived at a town where Rabbit Chief lived. Now, Rabbit Chief was a great war chief of the tribe of hopping animals, such as conies, hares, and bunnies. And like Fox, Rabbit Chief was a very curious animal. Fox knew this well and looked to use that to his advantage. As Fox darted through the brush, he eventually sat down on a soft, mossy mound next to an old log. Then he began to sing. Nobody is here, the secret is near. I'm safe on this hill, and so I'll tell you I will. A fire I have, although it's a stone slab. Ask me why. We can make the fire fly. A dangerous flow, if anyone does know, of bringing to start the poor rabbit's heart. It slices the bone, it slices the stone. And to me, fox alone, this secret is known. Chewing grass not too distant from there was Rabbit, and his ears were perked up, and he heard every lyric in the song, for rabbits were mentioned. 
Then Rabbit began to ponder the reason why Fox was there on that mossy knoll, just singing away so very loudly this apparently secret riddle. Hmm, thought Rabbit. Fox cannot trick me with this song. I'll quickly go around behind him, very quietly, and act like I've not heard any of this song. Then I will see if I can learn the secret. Slowly moving through the high grass, Rabbit came up behind Fox. But Fox knew very well what Rabbit was doing. Rabbit hopped right out of the brush in a great leap, and he panted as he spoke to make it look like he had been running for a long time over a great distance. He stopped and looked up and then said, Hello, Cousin Fox. Oh, Rabbit, you scared me, whimpered Fox. He made a big show of it by shaking all over. Cousin Rabbit, oh, you really did startle me. Then Fox pulled out his bags of treasure and tried to hide it under the moss. What are you doing there? asked Rabbit. Aha! I know you're trying to sneak something under the moss. No use trying to hide it, Fox. Tell me now what it is, or I will demand you leave this area at once. Remember now, I'm a war chief here. Oh, please don't send me away, whimpered Fox. It's a, it's a special secret. What secret is that? demanded Rabbit, for he desired to learn the meaning of the song. It's something that no rabbit should ever know. It's far too dangerous, answered Fox. Why can't I know your secret? What is so dangerous? asked Rabbit as he moved towards Fox with a look of dread. Oh, I cannot tell you, sniveled Fox. You can never know, for unless you know everything about the secret, it will do to you and everyone you love terrible harm. I can handle it said Rabbit confidently. I am not a fool. If you touch my treasure and you do not know all about it, you could get hurt, pleaded Fox again. I do not care. Tell me your secret and hold nothing back, and I will not blame you if anything evil happens. Then Fox sang his song again, and after finishing, he pulled up the two bags of flint from the moss covering and displayed them to Rabbit. This is the blood of Tawiskaroo, declared Fox. Inside these rocks there is fire. There are knives. There are darts and spears and all kinds of destruction. Excitedly, Rabbit demanded, Show me how to use it. Fox reached down and opened the bag with his maw and brought out two large, dark gray stones. This is it, said Fox. How could it be that there's fire inside this? asked Rabbit. Fox banged the stones together, and then out came dozens of hot sparks. Rabbit was amazed, and his eyes bulged. But how can it have knives in it? questioned Rabbit. Fox again struck rocks together in a different manner, and then a smaller chip came off the stone, in the shape of a knife blade. Rabbit looked at it and picked it up, but in doing so it sliced his foot open. He jumped around in agony and sucked his paw until the bleeding stopped. Oh my, said Fox. I told you that these stones are dangerous. I will put them back in the bag. No, you most certainly will not do that, said Rabbit defiantly. You are going to show me what these deadly darts are. Oh no, I mustn't do that. I need to put these great treasures away, groaned Fox. 
If it was ever to cut you and spill your blood, it would mean that whoever was in control of the flint would be able to skin a rabbit as simply as rabbits pull the bark off a tree. You will show me these darts now, fox, demanded rabbit, and he stared sternly with his scrunching snout. Well, if you will not listen to me, I suppose that I'll have to show you, said fox with a sigh. Once more, fox took the flints, and struck them rapidly, breaking off small chips. Then a large one came off, and it formed the shape of a long triangle. How does this one work? asked Rabbit. Fox picked up the stone and tied it on the end of a special reed, and after fastening three feathers on the other end, he threw it at Rabbit. Rabbit went to jump up and catch it, but it grazed the chief right across the side of his belly and in doing so, it ripped a small spot of brown fur. And so Rabbit now knew what an arrow was. Huh! yelled Rabbit as he wiped the blood from his chest. You are right. This secret is powerful. What can I give you for it? My dear Rabbit, I cannot give you this for any price, said Fox. I do not wish to part with it at all, for no rabbits should have this menacing thing. But I want it. I need it. I must have it, persisted Rabbit. If that is really how you feel, you may have one of my bags, replied Fox. I wish that I could keep it, though. I will take it, said Rabbit eagerly. I think that I have proved to you, Fox, that I know as much as you. Rabbit, Rabbit, said Fox, please be careful and do watch yourself. Like I said, Cousin Fox, retorted Rabbit, I am just as wise and cunning as you. And then he knocked the flint against a rock, and it sparked. And he hit it again and made a knife. And then, napping it once more, he made an arrowhead. Be careful. I have not yet sung my song, warned Fox. You may keep your silly rhyme, said Rabbit, as he broke off a willow branch from a tree nearby the stream. I will make a better arrow than you, and it will have beautiful feathers. And Rabbit did just that. And when he was done, it was a splendid-looking arrow with the finest fletching. Fox just looked at it and pretended to be worried. Oh, no, you mustn't, Rabbit. You are just jealous, Fox, responded Rabbit, and he began tossing the arrow up in the air to himself over and over again. You must listen, said Fox. I have a few more lines of my song that you did not hear. The song ends with, The rabbits will die if they should try to Whiskaroo's eye to throw it and fly. Who is this Tawiskaroo? asked Rabbit. Surely you know, said Fox. He is the one who makes all things twisted and bad. When he was in his mother's womb, his twin brother came out naturally. But he thought of no one but himself, and pushed right out his mother's side by her armpit when he was born, killing her. Oh, my, said Rabbit. What shall I do, then? You must burn the flint, said Fox. Burn it, or else it might grow. And then men will find it, and they will use it to make many arrows and kill all of your clan members. Then your own tribe will rise up against you, and you will have enemies on all sides. Why did you give me this, then? asked Rabbit anxiously. You forced me, Rabbit. 
You must burn it now. Do not blame me for this. Stay and help me, said Rabbit. I cannot stay, said Fox. I must return to my home. And just like that, Rabbit was all alone with this destructive stone. He was glad, at least, that Fox had warned him about it and how to get rid of it in fire. He made a great pile of things and soon had a blazing, roaring fire. Then, when it was the hottest, he cast the large chunk of flint right into the center. He watched and waited to see the stone burn, and he sat and sat until the wood was nothing more than glowing ashes. Rabbit said to himself that he wished he never asked for the flint. And then there was a great crack, and a popping sound shook the air. The flint exploded and sent fragments of stone in every direction. Rabbit scurried into his burrow in panic. He hid in the deep, dark tunnel for many minutes, using his ears to listen, to see if there was any more commotion from the fire pit. He heard nothing, and his courage returned to him, and so he ventured again to the fireside. He went to look around, and he said, Surely the flint must have burned up. But in the middle of the ashes there was still most of the flint. It had cracked and shattered, but there was still a large chunk of it glowing in an evil, foreboding way. As he continued to look, he noticed that the air began to change. Clouds were rolling in, and in a moment rain began to fall. Some of the drops splashed helplessly and harmlessly in the ashes and just made a soft pss. And then others came down, and then suddenly another large, loud snap happened and a large, sharp slice came off the side of the rock. It went straight towards Rabbit. It hit him right in the middle of his face and split his upper lip clean open. He turned to run, but another shard came off and singed his tail, shortening it to a stub, and he fled and never came back to the fire pit. And even now rabbits run away because they are scared of sudden noises, and they shake often. But the greatest evil that happened in all this was that the flint pieces flew all over the earth, and they grew. From that time on, men would find them and use them for all kinds of bad things. Tawiskaru saw what mischief Fox had done, and he said to himself, Now there is much trouble in the world because of it.